Thank you for listening to Jetson Live with your host, Myra. Thank you for tuning in to our Arthur Spotlight. You're able to ask the questions you may want to know about their books or the stories they share with us by calling us on one of our live shows. Please go ahead and contact us and be part of this wonderful experience where you're able to interact with or feature Arthur's. So let me go ahead and talk to you about um, the Temescal now, okay? So, okay. Um, and, and this is this goes into my, my esoteric journeys, okay? So um, a lot of stuff has happened, but this one is one story that I had that I felt like I needed to share it because it was important to me. Um, so I was pretty much seeing hummingbirds left and right everywhere, not real ones just in like uh, art, papers, just random stuff. I, I literally cleaned up uh, like a spring cleaning of some sort and I found a card that had hummingbirds. And then after that, I found like a little magnet with a hummingbird. And I'm like, why is all these hummingbirds coming in from everywhere? And I kind of like sit down and I'm like, I'm supposed to be doing something with this hummingbird. Like what, what, what I'm supposed to be doing with hummingbird? I need to go ahead and figure it out. So, um, Hummingbirds, they kind of connect you with the spiritual uh, realm, okay? And and they're, they kind of help you to focus in your fulfillment on your dreams. They give you inspiration. They give you hope, you know? So I feel like I was supposed to go ahead and be going somewhere. I, I thought I was going to be going to Miami, and I did not go to Miami. And then the opportunity to, to go to Mexico came up. And it was one of those things where I needed to go to Mexico like the next day if I was going to go or to Miami in two days. It was it was one of those uh, situations for me. And I said to myself, you want know to just pack my bag and go to Mexico. Let me just go. And I go to Mexico and I'm over there and I feel it. I feel it and I hear it and I and I hear, you know, um, my guides talking and they're like, Jetson you're here to, to do something. You got to go find this place. And I go ahead and find this place, uh, which had a Temescal in it. I had never heard much about sweat lodges. I had never been into a sweat lodge. I had never even thought about going into one. Okay. Um, but I knew from my guides telling me that I needed to go there, that it was important. So, I go ahead and call the place up and I'm like, hey, uh, you guys do this uh, Temescal treatment, huh? And they're like, yep, all right. How many people go in there? Up to 20 people. Well, I, I'm not gonna go up to 20 people anywhere because um, not inside an enclosed environment like that because you know you don't know if you're gonna freak out, you don't know if it's hot, you don't know what's gonna happen. And I'm also a little shy sometimes. So I did not wanna go in there with 20 people. So I go to the guy, hey, is there any way you can just um, do it for two people? And he's like, well, we normally don't do it for two people because you know we usually like to get a group. Um, but yeah, we can, let me call you back and see whether or not we can do that. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm like, I don't care how much it costs. Let me just get in there with two people. And the um, person that does the, um, the ceremony, he's a Mayan. So he talks in Mayan and there has to be a translator. And for you of, that are not familiar with Temescal, a Temescal is, like I said, uh, is a, it's kind of like a sweat lodge, but it's not there for sweating. It's not, the purpose of it is not for you to lose weight. The purpose of it is not for you to just have like a clear pores or clear your asthma. It can help with that, but it's not the purpose of it in a ceremony. In a ceremony, um, back in the day of the of the Aztec warriors, as you know, they were very, uh, everything they did was ceremonial, down to their games, um, the capitations that they did, everything was very ceremonial based and everything was very structured. So the Temescal was a way for the warriors and a way for the shaman to go ahead and gain that connection um, with the spiritual world. Okay. And also be able to plateau into the next level and the next level and the next level. So uh, for me to go into the Temescal, um, it was, I was taking it exactly like that, going through the ceremony. And when I met with the um, Mayan um, shaman, I told him that that was my, my focus. And he was, he was excited. He was like, perfect, you know? Um, 
So the have you been to a Temescal or a sweat lodge? Yes, I have very recently um, here in Austin, near Austin, Texas. Okay, um, um, I, I would like for you to tell me about your experience there so that I can go after you about the Temescal. Because I, yeah. I want, I want the, them to, to see the difference and understand the difference. Sure. Um, so it's similar. I was at an event on a, like essentially private property. I didn't know about sweat. I mean, I've heard the word. I didn't, I had no interest. I wasn't, you know, saying, oh, I want to do this or anything like that. Um, but, but then one of my really good friends that was there, she was like, oh, I'm, I'm doing this. And I did it last year and it's really good. And she's very, you know, low key about things. She's not those kind of people that say things excited, you know, she's yeah. just like, it's good, you know, just very like, um, stoic, I, I guess. And so, of course, she's not pushing it or anything on me, but I said, yeah, I want to do it. I want to do it. And it was happening, like, I think three days in a row. Mm. Anyway, one of the days, it just it just sort of happened, like, where it was like, okay, I'm in the area. I'm at the right time. I don't care for dinner. I'm just going to, I'm going to do this. Um, and I didn't know anything about it. So once I was there and one of the assistants was helping with the fire, with the stones, um, then I started hearing about it and how intense it was and all this. And I'm like, oh, I, you know, <laughs> I think I'm okay. I, I <laughs> I'm not here for all that. And um, and then uh, a person I was with, they're like, oh, you can do it. Like just with real like certainty. And this this person I just met the day before, they're mm -hmm. like, you like you can do it. And I was like, I felt that in my body. Like I'm like, this is kind of weird, but that actually gave me like I feel like I can do it. And so um the 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 lead or i don't even know what they're called the 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 man who the shaman i guess i don't know yes, i don't know yeah. it depends um, yeah it could be a shaman yes uh he he was from um what was it the navajo tribe okay navajo yeah i like navajo navajo yeah. tribe um Again, I didn't ask too many questions because I just, I don't know, I always get like in these situations and I just go for it if it feels good. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> what do I say? So so we got in, women on one side, men on the other. It wasn't a full group. Um, they did How say up people? to 20 people. For me, <sighs> maybe less than eight. Eight, okay. I think, okay. Maybe. Yeah, like four. Yeah. And then four like four guys, um, four women. How yeah. was how was the structure? Like what is it what was it made out of? Oh. Uh, so they try to use the resources from that land. So they try not to, you know, I don't know. Um so I I don't know. It had some sort of uh I, I don't know what it was made of, but it would, it would there was some sort of skeleton, you know, a vert, you know, I don't know if it was sticks or what it was made of, but it looked very like natural, you know, obviously it's just dirt on the ground, like there's nothing, it's not like a spa thing, you know, was it, just, like, was, dirt. It an enclosed, was it an enclosed situation or Fully was enclosed? it? Yeah. Fully so it had the skeleton and then it had these like drapes okay. on top of it. I'm mm -hmm. not sure what the drapes were made out of either. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the stones, they didn't, I think, I don't know what's normally used, but whatever they, they normally use, they didn't have any. So they were using uh, limestone, which is, I think, not typical, but it's very abundant in Texas. Mm -hmm. um, and it lit up just as red, you know, but they fall apart a little bit easier. So that's why I think they don't use it. But these, they were like, they're actually holding up really nicely. Um so that's what it, what they used. Um, yeah, but it was pitch black. Um, we went for four rounds okay. of it. Um, and each round, he kind of did something different. I think the typical thing is to, to, like, he was singing the songs, obviously, in his language. Um, so I didn't understand any of it. Um, but he would give us a little bit of context of what this was about. He would kind of tell us, like, what the focus of that session was about. Um, like the first one was like pray in your language, which mm -hmm. for me was interesting because I usually pray in English because that's what I'm 
I'm more comfortable with that, but I, I prayed in Spanish, which is my native mm -hmm. tongue. Um, and then the next round was like, pray for your, you know, your family. Like it was just, it was very guided and structured. And um, the first experience, I mean, the first round was very, um, like I felt like a presence there. And I was like, oh, this is very new. Um, I felt very earthy. I felt very grounded. Um, and then the, the following rounds, it was more, you know, some of my fears coming up, things like that, you know, things that I needed to process, like just came to the light. Like it was like, okay, there's all these things. Um, and yeah, and, and that was, that was it. I mean, I'm happy to go more in depth. Uh, in any of that yeah was, um, um, so did you guys yeah. drink did you guys like uh meditate or drink anything before the the ceremony or after mm. we had not as part of the ceremony well maybe it was there was a root okay a root i don't know what kind of root it was but i had never had it before that you that they were chewing on um and eating. Hmm. And so I did that for some other rounds. Um, but okay. again, it wasn't, it wasn't like a full, um, and then like, um, yeah. so the question is between the rounds that you're talking about so that our listeners can understand, uh, how much of a break did you have that you guys leave, get out or just open the door or, or, or stayed inside? What was it that you guys were doing? It was um, it was to bring in new rocks or like a, okay, like yes. more heat, mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> but you could you can stay in you can get out. It was a, probably about ten minutes between the rounds. Okay, um, we were right next to a river, so it, you know a couple of the rounds for me, I just felt like okay, I want to go and and like immerse myself in the water fully. Nice. So I did that, which was so good, and it felt like a reset. <laughs> Yes. Um, and again, it wasn't about like the heat, like, it's not like, oh, this is too much. It was just like, I felt just so much energy, you know, shifts and things happening that it was like, okay, I just need like the water, yes. <laughs> just like take it away, flow it out. Uh, yeah. So I did that one of the rounds I just stayed in, or maybe the other two I stayed in. Um, yeah. Okay, so that's yeah. that, um, I like that you share your story and um, that I was able to kind of like understand that the type of structure you were in. Um, it, there, uh, temascals are also seen and found in different cultures. You know, like I said, the one I experienced was uh, Mayan because it was, I was in Mexico. Um, and the one that you experienced was in Texas with the Navajo Indian. So, so that was pretty cool because it is a thing that throughout the Americas it can be found, uh, and even other cultures, including some in Europe of the indigenous cultures that have them as calls, uh, or, you know, we'll call them sweat lodges for, you know, anyone who wants to hear the basic word of it. But, um, it is a very cool experience to definitely go through. Like you said, because you're able to release a lot of emotion, you're able to go and release a lot of, um, um, it really does take a lot from you to stay in there because it does get very hot. It gets extremely hot. So, and it's hard to breathe. <laughs> I'm sure you, you, that's probably what you need to have the water too. And you got to drink plenty of liquids. Um, so in my experience, uh, like I said, I have, I was in, in Mexico. Um, I heard my guy tell me that I needed to go to a Temescal ceremony and I was told exactly where to go. And I contacted the person. And when I get there for the ceremony, which is just myself and uh, William, um, and then the translator, it, I just didn't want anyone near me because I didn't know what was gonna happen. I didn't know if I was gonna get full blown messages and I needed to um, be in a space where I could go ahead and meditate. I can block people who are near me so they don't affect my connection, but I didn't know if I could block eight other people or 20 other people. Does it make sense? So the thing with the Temascal that I was in Mexico, when I get there, the shaman takes off his clothes um, to be wearing you know, his traditional clothing, 
you know, his, his shaman outfit, like a Mayan would. And he has the most beautiful hummingbirds on each side of his chest. And uh, when I said to you that signs for me align, it's like that. I was seeing hummingbirds for like a month left and right on different things that were appearing around my house and also appearing outside when I was walking around or went to the store or whatever. And I'm sitting here in front of the uh, shaman. And when I see those tattoos on his chest, I'm like, holy cow, I'm supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be here. There's no doubt in my mind that I'm not at the right place at that point. Um, because like I said, even though I'm getting, getting clear messages, you, you said something at the beginning, we always ask for, for more science, right? We always ask for more proof, right? Um, and I'm always asking for more proof. So, so, so seeing the, the hummingbirds on his chest was good. Cause I was like, okay, this is the right guy. I'm supposed to be here and I'm happy. So the Temascal uh, that I went to, um, it almost looked like an igloo. It was, um, I don't know what type of stone it was made out of. I uh, didn't specifically ask that question. William might have asked, I didn't. Um, and the cool thing about this structure is that if you were to touch the wall and you were to touch the floor, it was cold as ice, which is really cool because as you, you've been inside the sweat lodge and you saw how hot it gets in there, mm -hmm. And when you go ahead and touch the wall and it's completely like a piece of ice or the floor, crazy. Yeah. it's crazy. Like it's already mind blowing. Cause you're like, how in the world is this even happening? You know, mm -hmm. um, then also at the bottom, okay. At the bottom of the, of the floor, uh, area, there was about an inch about, yeah, about an inch where the air was extremely cold. So if it got really hot, you could go ahead and lay down and try to breathe in a little bit of the cold air at the bottom, which was also another plus of having not many people in there because we were able to go ahead and do that if we couldn't take it. So in, in the one we were in, there was five levels. Um, the person that was with us, uh, cause it was a shaman. And then we had the translator that was translating everything word per word that the shaman was saying um the shaman would take like um kind of like breaks in between talking for her to translate what was happening and what each uh level we were going through meant so in the in in mexico um the cool thing about it is that they use you know galvanic stones and they use galvanic rocks uh for the ceremony and the reason why they use the galvanic stones and the galvanic um um you know things like that is because lava rock is it comes from the earth first of all it comes from the volcanoes and i i don't know if you know this but volcanoes have a lot of energy uh you know crystals have a lot of energy and volcanic rock has a lot of energy okay um so it was pretty cool to have the rocks there were big pieces of rock i want to say about um one i want to say about 12 to 16 inches per rock and maybe about mm, three inches thick or four inches thick. So they were pretty big. And he had a helper and the helper would go ahead and uh, open the front door of this uh, place that was covered by like a tarp um, cloth material. He would open it up and he would go ahead and, and uh, put in about four rocks every time that he opened it up. So the door will be open just enough time for him to put the four rocks in and that was it so that was the only break we were getting <laughs> there was no there was no other breaks besides the rock putting in there and the the center of the temascal is has like a circle in it and it has like a pit and that's where you put the rocks and then you put the water because what's uh happening in there is like a steam reaction and hot steam um and we were about i want to say if you were to sit crisscross applesauce you would still have maybe a foot to a foot and a half from the pit so we were we were very close i could not imagine being there with 20 other people um but let me tell you a little bit about the the um and i will say with more people um 
depending on where you're sitting, it's actually less hot. Um, because exactly. like I don't know I felt like people like if I wasn't right in the front it would kind of block some of the heat mm -hmm. in a way um, so that was also interesting like the positioning of where you sit does make a difference at least in my experience when you are with a group of people hmm yeah I, I will have to go ahead and uh, try it with a, a group eventually like I said I, I it was my first time and I really wanted to go ahead and kind of like not be distracted by anybody else um, but you know, lava rock means uh, strength and courage. It comes from the earth. It's an earth uh, element as well, and it has a fire element to it. So it's two elements in one. And uh, you know how important elements are in energy work, right? Yeah. So another thing too is that lava rock is also associated with many of the of the. Um, I'm I'm gonna say this because it's, it's a touchy subject for some people. There is one God. There is one source, one humongous source. Um, and anywhere across the books that you can read, there's heavenly bodies. Those heavenly bodies are deities, okay? So the lava rock is associated with some of those deities. And one of them that it's associated with is one of the Mayan gods. So there's another reason why the lava rock is important in the Temescal when it comes to the Mexican ceremony, okay? Um, that's why they use it. Like I said, in, in the one with the Native American, it you know it would have been a different stone. Also, because we don't really have volcanoes in America. I mean, do we have any volcanoes at all? I don't think I so, know, right? Well, Hawaii, which, you know, I was just oh, there. Oh, yeah, but, you know, not in the, not in the mainland. <laughs> not you know? in, the in the mainland, mainland we don't have any volcanoes. So but it, but yeah, that's, that's usually the typical rock. They were even saying, like, oh, we need to go get lava rock, but this works you know mm -hmm. for now and yeah i thought it was kind of cool for my experience because like i just came back from, i'm born and raised in austin i just came back this year to these lands and there's something that's really calling me to like really ground here like be like become one like i'm constantly being told like go to the springs or like so to use limestone for my first experience i felt like was part of me like arrive like declare like your energy here so it's it's really cool also really cool that i was called to tons of lava rocks and my yes. hawaii trip that i just returned from yesterday oh yes which you just did that we're definitely gonna talk about that i know that, that's not too about the the um the you know transformative journey and the and the spiritual journey in in and the empowerment of it all is also has to do with um not only not only what what's happening to you energetically but also the places that you visit you know once you're on a journey even down to the places you visit have that connection absolutely and they're and, and you're supposed to get something while you're there you know yeah. um so that's cool too so on um, like i said for my situation with uh in mexico um uh, i was in playa del carmen um it was a ceremony to to symbolize rebirth, okay? Not only purification of the body and the mind, okay? But also to signify rebirth because the structure of a temascal is rounded like a womb, like the woman's womb, okay? And you only walk a certain direction inside the temascal. You do not walk an opposite direction because it wouldn't make any sense. So when you have a baby inside your womb, the baby turns a certain direction and then it, ex it, it exits the body. So in the temascal, um, that was something that was extremely uh, important to do, to only walk going a certain direction and to, um, to go and understand that as you're moving through the temascal, um, you have to be able to get out like it's like a rebirth. Uh, the Temescal I was in was not tall enough to stand up on. It was very low to the ground. Um, so we literally just crawled in a certain direction until we went around the whole structure and then finally got out. Um, so while when I was there, I wanted to tell you a little bit more about that. So the 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 nurturing force, the Temescal is is it brings you down to Mother Earth Gaia. All right. And he, like you said, you feel very grounded from it and it gives you a very good uh, feeling of um, well-being and, and mental and emotional well-being. Um, like I said, it symbolizes the womb and your journey 
through the spiritual realms and the emotional uh, power of rebirth. Thank goodness that we as humans do not remember <laughs> being born. Some people remember being born. Uh, most of us do not remember that um, because, you know, it is, um, it's, it can be traumatic, you know, to have to go through that channel, you know, that, that the womb and get out of there, you know? So the Tamaskal kind of makes you there because it puts you in a um, space where your fears, your limitations, your vulnerability uh, can have a time to transform and for you to go ahead and let go of those emotions and, and have those uh, things let go. So in, in my case, I did not have any um, fear or emotional, um, situations happen in that sense, because I knew that I was there to plateau into the next thing. So for me, it was more of my connection with my guides. And when I started meditating uh, through the different levels, the different um, you know heat levels of the Temescal, I went from hearing the shaman talking and singing he was singing he had a, a beautiful drum that he was drumming the whole time and he was talking in in mayan and and drumming and singing um um uninterrupted by the by the um translator and he would only stop every now and then for the translator to speak and he got to the point where william disappeared the shaman disappeared the drums disappeared and it was just myself and the Temascal. There was nothing else next to me. There was nothing else going on but just myself and the Temascal. Um, if you were to open your eyes, you can't see anything because the vapor is so thick. It's like a big cloud. Um, and anyhow, you don't want to open your eyes because it burns. Your lips burn. Your I mean, your clothes feels like it's gonna. You know, you wear you wear very little, very little in there anyhow. And um, and you still feel like it's gonna ignite and, and go fire because it's so hot in there, right? Do you remember how hot uh, it gets in there? No, I don't remember. Um, and I know for the one I was at, they had just had some kids or something go in there and like mess with something. So they were actually like fixing it back in like to make mm. sure like the no air would come out. Okay, um, yeah. yeah. So I'm not even sure if I got to like the peak hot as, as, as it typically is. Yeah. So we, we actually, um, you know, and, and Temas calls, you know, they, they're, they've been around for thousands of years, you know, through different mm -hmm. cultures. Um, so I, I think, I, think it was where, a, I looked like at 120. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. Like maybe 120. It's pretty hot. It's not normal heat. It's like for real hot. Um, yeah. And the thing, the thing with us, like I said, there was five levels. And so when we, in one of the palaces, when the um, translator is talking, I think we were in level two and level one was easy. Level one was like, oh my goodness, this is so easy. Like, what are we doing? You know? Yeah. Let's continue. And uh, William and I, we, we fist pump and we're like, let's go, let's go. We're, we're good. Bring me more rocks, you know? And, um, the helper that he was outside, he had a, a Mayan name. So whenever the little door would open, uh, he would call him by his Mayan name and he would come in and just put the little rocks in there, you know, and I say little because, you know, they're, they're big rocks, but we, I'm just calling them little, little rocks. And, um, um, the door closes and it starts to get hotter and he starts doing his, you know, cha chanting and, and stuff. And then he stops for a little bit for the uh, translator to, to catch us up. And, um, we go to the translator. Uh, so, so like, uh, it's going to be getting hotter, huh? How many levels? And she's like, Oh, there's, there's, we still got four more to go. We're now on the second one. It goes up to five. Um, and she's like, are you guys sure you guys can take it? We're good. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the heat starts getting up. I'm, I'm still like trying to like, you know, uh, function inside the Temascal. Um, I put my back against the wall because it was cold <laughs> just so I could go and kind of like just breathe in a little bit. And, um, and, and we're in there and it finally that that level finally ends and the little door opens again for more rocks to come in and um we go to her the translator all right right we're, we're ready for three we're ready for three and she's like it's okay you guys can get out if you want to no, no 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 we're ready we're ready and she's like are you guys sure are you guys sure yeah we're ready we're ready and you know we we thought that 
the shaman and, and the translator, they do this every day, right? They, they have people every day going into those places. So, uh, and William and I, we're very competitive by nature. And especially when it comes to like um, things like this, where it's a journey and, and you're trying to get to the highest level that you can get into, uh, we really try to go ahead and go as far as we can, you know, uh, within reason. So at uh, this point on level three, my eyes are burning. My lips are burning. I feel like my silk, I had like a little silk, small, uh, like a skirt made of silk. Uh, and I thought it was going to just ignite on fire. I'm like any, any hotter and this thing's going to go ahead and go. So at that point I lay myself down at the floor of the Temescal and I try to breathe in that cold air right at that inch level. And I'm just trying to like breathe and I'm trying to like, um, lesson i'm trying to listen to my guides and i'm like okay i'm supposed to be here for transformation i'm supposed to be here for something important so help me understand how to get a hold of myself during this journey because i'm i'm getting you know kaboggled in my thoughts with what's physical right i'm getting kaboggled in my thoughts with what i'm feeling instead of being in my space and connected and um, I hear my guide and my guide says to me, focus on the drum. Don't, don't focus on, on the words. Don't focus on anything but the drum. And so at that point, I sit back up. And as I sit back up, um, it's time for them to open the door again. And they tell us. All right, you guys have done great. This is wonderful. This is level three. Congratulations. Um, you guys can get out now if you want to. No one ever no one has ever gone past level three. We've never had anyone that's go go back level three. And William looks at me, I look at him, and I'm like, I, I I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. And the reason why I'm ready is because I just had this conversation with my guides, right? To focus on the drum. So I'm not about to go ahead and get out now. And so uh, we sit back, you know, we, we stay sitting down and I just rearrange myself, get into a better space, um, you know, in my mind, in my heart, in my emotions. And I start to do my breathing exercises, which is, it's very hard to breathe as deep as you can when there's so much hot air around you, uh, and the, you know, the vapors of it. And I look at William and he looks at me and the rocks start coming in and, for a couple of seconds, as you know, when the when the when the door is open of a temescal, there's a little bit of light, so you're able to see the people uh, across from you. Um, and at this case, it was William, and I kind of looked at him and I nodded, and he looks at me and he nods, and I'm like, okay, we're doing this. <laughs> like, you know, I don't know what's happening with him, but we're doing this. And so the door closes and it gets really dark in there, and we're completely surrounded by the most beautiful <laughs> white cloud of steam you can find the most hottest white cloud of steam and he starts to chant again he starts to do his drumming and i started to go into my meditative state and i at that point did not hear a single thing um it started to go just go away like it was like farther and farther and farther away and i was able to go and connect um to my higher self and understand that I was there for transformative journey because I was supposed to be entering a different phase of my life, okay? Um, and so when the door opens again for the next level, I don't even notice it. I have no recollection of, this, of the door opening on the fifth level, zero. I, I, was, I stayed in my meditative state everything else disappeared um obviously there's five levels so the door reopened they got more rocks in and they continued and i was completely oblivious to any of that um and we get to the last part of it and it's so so hot that it kind of knocks me out of my meditative state and for a little second i freaked out i was like <laughs> i was like justin what are you doing in here like <laughs> Did it just get hotter? Right. You know, I was, like, I was like, "Did it just get hotter here? Or is it just me?" And and I realized, "Holy cow! It is so hot in here." And I could hear my my guy saying, "Focus, focus, focus." And uh, I was hearing the drum again, 
and I could hear his chanting again. And so I go ahead and I take all I can to just go ahead and like, you know, get back into meditative state. I thought about laying down on the floor uh, again to try to breathe that cold air at the bottom. But part of me was like, no, you, you just passed level four. You can do this. Just keep your eyes closed. Do not lick your lips because licking your lips makes it worse. <laughs> um, and just focus. And so I, I went back into a meditative state and I remember walking and I remember seeing a door and I remember walking towards the door. And that's as, as, about as far as I went on that. And then um, it was over before I could go ahead and, you know, realize it. And then um, the shot starts talking and says, all right, guys, we have made it. He's like, oh, excited. You know, he's talking. He's he keeps a prayer of thank you to all the spirits that were there. And there was definitely spirits there because, like you said, you felt things around you. You felt a, a magnitude of power in there, you know, and a magnitude of like um, beautiful energy that was just like helpful and and calming and and um, and just beautiful, you know. And so we start crawling. Um, around the Temazcal. We were supposed to do one crawl around, and then on the second one, that's when we can finally go ahead and exit. So as we exit the uh, Temazcal on all fours and we finally stand up, there's a shower there, and we just go inside the shower and we, we take the a little bit of the shower there. And the translator, who had a way until we got out, because the, you know, the shaman is the first one to get out, then uh, William went around once, I went around once, we both get out, and then the, sh the translator finally goes around and, and, and gets out. She gets out and she starts running with this adrenaline situation that she had going on. And she's like literally just running full of adrenaline. Uh, William and I feel great, but we're inside the showers just taking you know the water in, feeling great. And we go back to where she's at and um, they had this humongous bowl of guacamole um, which is a healing, a healing, uh, you know, I don't know, guacamole is a fruit or a vegetable. I think it's, it's a fruit. fruit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so they had this humongous bowl of guacamole and they had the most, um, yummy juice. It was like a cucumber spritzer type scenario. Uh, so good. No, yeah. You know, everything natural, no alcohol, no substances. Um, uh, because they, they try to keep it as, uh, I want to say holistic in the sense that they don't want to give you anything to impede your journey, you know what I'm saying, or to like, uh, magnify it because they want you to just be in your own space, you know, without any, any outside, uh, inhibitors, right. Or facilitators, you can say, um, and this lady, this translator, she was around 20, I want to say 23 years old or so, 24, 23. And she just running around, just running, just running. And then she finally comes down and sits down. And I said to her, why are you so hyper? What's going on? And she goes, you guys don't understand. I've been here for two years. I told you no one has ever gone past level three. I had no clue this was going to happen. I, I can't believe that I was in there because I couldn't get out because I was a translator and I had to stay in there the whole time because we're in there. And she was so excited. And, uh, William and I are laughing. And the shaman uh, comes over and he's like, uh, you know, just very proud. He's like, you guys did great. He's like, you're the first group in four years that I have been working at this Temescal uh, retreat that has ever gone to level five. You guys have just opened the warrior's door. And what was it wow. that I had seen in my meditation? Yeah. I had seen a warrior. I had seen a door. Yeah. So I, I was like, holy cow, I saw a door. And so we went ahead and um, I, I said to him, can you tell me a little bit more about your situation as a, sh as a shaman? And he's, he says that he goes to, um, he goes to um, another thing that uh, he told us was that for him as a shaman, twice a year, he has to go up into one of the mountains over in Mexico. And he actually goes to level 10 to, start, to stay certified in his shaman as a Temescal uh, practitioner, okay, he has to be able to go to level 10. So during um, the Temescal for him, once a year, they heat up the one over in um, at the retreat to level 10 just to like help him to kind of practice it before he has to go up on the mountain with the rest of the shamans to go ahead and do his, his own ceremony and last that long. So I cannot, like I said, we went to one that was 120 degrees at least minimum, right? 
Could you imagine having to go <laughs> five more level? Yeah. I, know, that's <laughs> I mean, like, I will have no eyebrows. <laughs> that's funny. I know. <laughs> There's no way I'm going to have eyebrows after that because they will be cinched. <laughs> uh, I am so excited, though. I, I really want to keep doing it, though. It's mm -hmm. such a great experience for me. And I have it a is. couple of friends who are, who are, like, in training, I guess you'd say. Uh -huh. That's like cool. Like apprenticeship or whatever, because they want to do that. I don't know how long that journey is or, you know, all of that. But um, it's intense. Yeah. And, it's and intense, I'm excited yeah. and I feel happy that it's being done in Texas. And I don't know how how common it is, but I guess like with our proximity to Mexico. Um, right. Um, you know, we have that support. Mm -hmm. Which is which is good. And then, like I said, yours was Native American. So um yeah. I, I I have friends in the Hopi tribe and in the Ho-Chuck tribe, and I can go ahead and um, ask whether or not it's a thing for them as well. And like mm -hmm. I told you, um, we're going to hopefully be opening a retreat in Georgia in either late 2024 or 2025. Mm -hmm. And um, with Lenar, uh, we are going to have a Temescal. We're going to figure out how to build one as close to possible. I would like I would like a structure similar to the one in Mexico. Mm. because it's long lasting and mm. I feel it also um, encapsulates the heat a little bit better because then there's only one way in and one way out. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. So with the Temascal, I wanted to kind of add as well that not only is it is it a transformative energy with the fire and the, and the, um, the vapors that come out of there um, with the water, you know, being very clean and stuff, but it's also a way of connecting to the infinite, like I said, returning to the womb and being able to have the transformative journey of, of, of being out of there. And it helps you to, uh, because it's a circle, it gives you the equality and evolution, okay, of having a collective journey of growth and transformation again. Um, and then the water is purified water, which is usually used for Temescal um, um, ceremonies. So, I would like to be able to use um, holy water, you know, and also put it in there because you want, you you know, um, water, water can be, if it has, holy water is just water that is like, um, is purified energetically. Okay. So water, if you talk to it in a bad manner, it can actually kill something. You know, if you put poison, a bottle of poison inside water that is sealed, it'll poison the water no matter what. And if you have water that is, you know, um, purified or you have water that is uh, holy water, then that water is going to help even more so whoever is in contact with it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yep, that makes sense. So, um, yeah, so I'm pretty, pretty excited about it. Um, to go ahead and do that. Like I said, I, I do want to go ahead and do a retreat where we can take people to Mexico and experience it. Uh, I would like to keep working with the same shaman from Mexico, mm -hmm. um, mainly because I, I feel a very deep connection with him. The cool thing about our experience is that they we had a massage right afterwards. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so it's like we got out of the Temescal, we take a little a cold shower there, we eat a little bit of guacamole, we drink this uh, cucumber fresh juice uh, situation, and we go straight into the massage uh, area and we get the most beautiful full body massage. Uh, and, you know, we're already in a kind of meditated, higher uh, elevated state. So or the messages for me continued uh, into the massage. So yeah. I was pretty happy about that because I just, I just felt great. I felt great afterwards. So, you know, highly recommend the experience for many people, um, regardless of where they are on their on their own esoteric journey. Like I said, for me, um, just like yourself, I would love to try the one in Texas. I would love to try a more different Temescal experiences, you know, from different cultures. And you know, and whatever it is, they you know, whether they call it a sweat lodge or they call it something else, I would love to do that. Um, and definitely um, being able to go ahead and go through that through that ceremony and understanding how similar it might be to the Mexican uh, ceremony yeah. or the um, spiritual um, description of what it does for you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I know. I mean, it sounds like you had like more of a luxury experience. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely a luxury. It was a you luxury, had a luxury experience. Mine was, <laughs> oh, man, like I was like, wait, 
that thing we're, we're gonna call him that like, oh my God. It, it literally looked like uh you know like I said some kids were able to like destroy it pretty quickly you know so it was like literally like I mean it, it didn't even look like a thing I don't know you know what I mean? so experience was probably a little different but it's all it's all cool and it's all relevant and it's all you know it meets you where you are and you know if you're called to something like literally it'll come to you you know like I said I was at a at an event it was a it was a multi-day you know thing so obviously I was able to do this um but yeah I think if you're called you'll you'll the way will show Mm -hmm. for you you know whether for you it was flying for me it was just walking down to the river um and doing it so it's very very exciting I do want to say a couple things because I think this is why you and I love to talk and why we started this podcast is because anytime that you share a story there's some correlation with what's going on in my life or vice versa that's interesting so one thing (laughs) one thing is the fact that I just had this sweat lodge experience just two three weeks ago right like so I wouldn't have had any context of your story if I didn't have my own experience. And so literally like, as we're planning to start this podcast, I I'm called to this, right? Like I, it comes to me and I have that experience. So that's one. The second thing is um, how often I was called to places with lava rocks while I was yes. in Maui and Honolulu. And I, I and I told close. you that. I told you that before you left. I said, "Hey, be be in the lookout that you might be you might be seeing things that you're supposed to go at, you know, over there." So, it's good to hear that. It is and I you know, part of my Hawaii trip, I was like, "Why am I here? This is so <laughs> like cuz I do believe that everything happens for a reason, all this stuff, but mm-hmm. I want you know, sometimes I want these big payoffs or these big moments. Yes. And for example, there was one my first full day in Maui, I took, I, I rented a moped and I, I literally drove like an hour and a half, like two hours one way. Like really, I guess just for the scenery. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. I don't know. And then I drove back. And then now that I think of it, there was so much lava rock in that. In, in that, that round. Yeah. And it's like, sometimes we want like, okay, like I'm going to meet someone or like something big. Yeah. It's like Sometimes it's like, you just need that energy mm-hmm. exchange or you just need to be in that presence or sometimes you just need to be there. And that's something that I'm learning too. Like sometimes you just needed to be there and don't worry about what's happening energetically, but something's happening and let that yes, be. Yes. And, and then another thing too, bringing back on the elements is, um, if you, if you really sit down, if you sit down and you actually see, I like, I like to introspect and retrospect, right? So if you sit down, if you sit down and you're like, Hmm, when am I the most creative? Hmm, when am I the most happy? And you figure out the element, the element, which you're the most attracted to or where it makes you feel the most, you know, the better. Okay. So it's either earth, water, fire, or air, right? And when you look at the places that you visit, when your energy goes down, you know, let's say where you live, because like, for example, you know, we live, um, thank goodness we don't live in Miami, for example, it's a concrete city, right? Or New York, you know, uh, and depending on where you are in New York, it could be just concrete city. Um, I live very close to the water because I'm only 15 minutes away from, from the ocean. Um, you live in Texas. I don't know how close you are to the water. Um, I'm going to be moving to Georgia, which is going to be in the state, but there's going to be a lake within 10 minutes from me or 15 minutes from me. So there's still Mm -hmm. a water feature. But when I travel and I'm able to see not just ocean, but ocean with green and rocks near me, especially volcano rocks, you know, like you said, volcanic rocks. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I've been able to kind of like be more part of when it comes to traveling to Costa Rica or to, you know, Mexico, or I, I have those features near me, right? Um, I feel the best then. So for me, it's a mixture of water and earth. I have to have water and earth near me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, some people, you know, might just need to go somewhere like, let's say, Chicago. They need the wind. 
you know, um, or, or where it is they're going to go. So, um, so it's kind of nice to, to know that because sometimes you cannot live in those areas because, you know, you got to live where you got to live for work or whatever reasons, but it's good to be able to go ahead and give yourself that little break, that little travel, you know, yeah. and then just go at least, you know, for a week or two weeks or a minimum, at least I want to say, you, you got to do more. You got to do seven days, to be honest. You can't, you know, you could go for four days, but that's like really like a short trip for anywhere. Um, so I do, I do, I'm a big believer in traveling to try to get those energy features back up. Um, and in the lava rock, you know, you have the feature of both fire and earth. Yeah. And I feel like I'm drawn to both of those and water. Like for, like for me, it's like all the other. <laughs> and, it, and it can be all the elements, you know, all the elements are there to help you. So that's always important. But one thing that I wanted to also say that I just, I just learned just now, I just looked into my Facebook and you know how you have your memories on Facebook. Uh, two years ago, two years ago, I was actually in Mexico at the, having this experience with the Temescal. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and it's interesting because we're taping today. And it's exactly the anniversary of my Temescal situation. So um, experience. So uh, that, you know, that's, that's the journey, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so it, it kind of aligns, right? Because you're like, okay, I'm still on the journey. Yeah, all the synchronicities, the signs, the callings. I think it's just so nice to, I mean, just pay attention, follow, and then look back and notice. Because sometimes you don't yeah. notice in the moment. No. But if you look back, you can connect those dots. And then, the, okay, the last synchronicity I was going to say um, or share with you is yesterday I was listening to, like, the ter my tarot reading, like, just on YouTube. Uh-huh. And the animal that came up on that reading was the hummingbird. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember listening to it, and it was like, well you know maybe you've been seeing a hummingbird and i was like well i, I saw one like a couple weeks ago uh -huh. um and then they're like well if you haven't seen one you're seeing one now on your screen like you know because it's like a youtube video so they're like showing the card and then i'm like okay cool and i didn't think much about it because i don't like to like create you know like if if there are signs okay i'm here for it but i'm not gonna try to like make it happen so i'm like right. okay whatever um so i kind of was like not really paying attention too much to that part of my reading but then now it's like it's all just coming together and and it keeps like it just ways for I think the universe to just say like we are aware of you things are orchestrated like <laughs> there's so much more happening for you than you realize like and these are just ways that we can show you that of course yeah. there's so much more and so much bigger stuff but like it's just like little signs that we can actually capture because a lot of things we can't even like fathom you know we can't even like fathom how our heart is continuously beating you know 24 7 you know we can't even fathom all the things that are working for us and i think these are just signs that kind of we can grasp yes it's like okay you're you know and, and, I, and, I am... and you're you're right about that because you know so so kind of like put yourself in that space you know there's so many things happening uh, around you and to you and for you. And mm -hmm. because there's, you know, the spiritual realm, your guides, your angels, you know, all, all the things that are helping you because there's more than just angels. There's more than just guys. There's, there's so many different beings helping you, you know, and we are, we are humans. We don't realize all that stuff that's happening and everything that's aligning and everything that they, you know, that they're putting together for you to go ahead and you know, move forward and help you out on your journeys and, and everything you, you, that's unfolding. So it is nice when you are able to pick up little signs of that. And, and even more, you know, nicer, you know, for me uh, as well is when, when, like you said, you just saw the hummingbird thing and that just popped up. Then that tells me, that tells me as well that I am in the right spot with you as well. Because like I said, for me, the hummingbird, the hummingbird uh, came up last night when I was with Lenar, and that's what he's gonna call the uh, city in, in Georgia. Um, and, it's, and it's just interesting because the hummingbird is transformation. Yeah. So 
in in what we're doing for for people, not only with this podcast, it's also about the transformative journey, right? So, and and again, and that's actually one of the words that we're talking about. the 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 name of this this part out of the we have um is a ten episode series is the transformative journey of the Temescal in um as well as, uh, can we say here, the esoteric journey, right? Where you share, you expand, you celebrate uh, your journey with us and our followers and the people who listen to us. And I and I really want uh, for anyone who was able to go ahead and grasp anything that was important to them, because like you said, sometimes I talk, sometimes you talk and we're like, oh, I just had this aha moment. Or, or or this just correlated to something that happened to me. So when you have a, a, someone that's listening, that could be happening for them as well. And I would love to hear from them. I would love to hear from people, you know, what they got out of the, the podcast, what they got out of the stories that we have. We have so many stories to share. We have so many uh, things to share with them that would be nice yes. to hear feedback from them. So, you know, they can go to the website, they can go ahead and uh, click, you know, follow here for the podcast, uh, email us, you know, at jetsonlive at gmail.com or jetsonlive.com and tell us what they think. Um, and um, I would love to be able to read some tarot cards for them uh, live. I would love to be able to, you know, share some of their um, experiences as well. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, Cause it's, cause it's, and especially if they have experienced other Temescal um, or sweat lodges in other cultures, because like I said, I believe there's some in Asian countries, uh, for sure Native American, um, I believe Icelandic people of some sort mm -hmm. have a Temescal situation as well. Um, and and it, it's just nice to hear people's journeys and how the structures might be similar or a little bit different. Uh, like you said, yours is uh, your your experience is still beautiful. Mine, like <laughs> you, you want to call mine a little bit more posh. <laughs> you luxury <laughs> them as well. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it, it was just a very nice retreat. You know, it was it was very nice. <laughs> it's a good thing. Hey, I like the nice things too. That's yeah. just not where yeah where spirit guided me for that one. <laughs> No, 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 and, and it's fine. You know, it's it's fine. To, you know, it's fine to have experiences. It doesn't matter how you have it. It's the, the fact that you have it. You know, um, and like I said, I would love to go ahead and team up with a Native American uh, tribe um, and be able to experience their um, their way of holding the ceremony and their meaning. Um, I have been very lucky to have seen. Um, a couple of spirits from the Native Americans. Um, the eagle spirit is one of them that I have seen, and I have seen him for a long time. In my journey, that's actually one thing that I want to talk about later on another show. Um, during this uh, 10 seasons, I want to talk about the Native American um, spirits that were where I was talking to, because the Temascal is like, the the fourth or fifth thing that happened in my journey you know it wasn't even the first thing <laughs> the hummingbird i was already i was already in the journey in the middle of the journey and i was already following things that's why i was like oh okay it's aligning it's aligning you know um because like you said you can choose to not hear it and not follow it or you can choose to like uh hansel and gretel follow the little pieces of bread <laughs> you know uh, and um, the difference is we're not going to end up in a witch's uh, brew. We're going to end up in a space where we're going to be more connected to source. We're going to be in a better space spiritually, mentally, uh, emotionally, and um, hopefully as well in a better situation as a human while we're here in, in Earth. Yes, yes, yes. Well, thank you so much for sharing your the mezcal journey and experience mm -hmm. we'd love to hear other people's experience especially those who maybe have had different experiences in different parts of the country or in different have tried different um methods or from different cultures we'd love to hear so please connect with us on the show notes we'll include all of our links ways to um stay connected ways to reach out ways to get um involved in future episodes with tarot readings or also we're going to feature authors in some of the episodes so if you want to share your message with us um you can also reach out um and yeah um, get on uh, a future episode with us yeah our next our next uh feature um 
She has been actually featured in New York Times. She has ha written a couple of books and she's also an industry leader in the skincare world. But this this book that she wrote is about her journey um, because like you said, journeys could be different things, right? So her journey uh, got her to write this book. And while she was writing it, she was developing a whole lot of things going on. So um, she, her name is Laura Got uh, Cotton, and she's going to be uh, featured in uh, in in this series, this 10-episode uh, series. We're going to be featuring her, and she's going to come over and talk to us about not only her book, but also her own esoteric journey. So I'm pretty excited about it. Good. All right, guys, that's what we have for today's episode. Thank yeah. you so much for tuning in. Uh, please connect with us. Uh, we want to hear from you. We want to hear your stories. We want to hear what you got from this episode. And we'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Until next time. <laughs> Until next time. Bye.